you just tuned into the hippest way to start and grow your indie author career, learn the ins, the outs, and all the all-arounds of self-publishing with the team from D2D and their industry-influencing guests. You're listening to Self-Publishing Insiders with Draft2Digital. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to draft digitals Self-Publishing Insiders Live. You are not watching the Brady Bunch, but I can understand how you would be confused. But this is a very special episode of SPI. Uh, we got a whole bunch of folks with us here, all of whom were instrumental to making Nick 2023 the raging success that it was. So uh, let's welcome everybody. I, I don't even know how to do introductions here. Do we want to like round robin this or something? Or should I just like point to people and you talk? Go down the Brady Bunch. Grid. We'll go to the Brady Bunch. I got Mel, Mel Jolly over here. Mel, say hello to the good folks. Hi, everyone. Thank She's you so much. The, uh, yeah, she's been, she was she and Todger Candle uh, also joining us were uh, they help plan and orchestrate all the fun Nink stuff. A <laughs> uh, lot of work. So big cheers for those guys. Uh, we got Clayton. I'm not going to. Every time I say your last name, I butcher it somehow, man. I'm sorry. Clayton. Oh, no no worries. Yeah, Clayton, I, I'm Clayton Noblet. Noblet. Yes. I always. Yeah, yeah. I skew. I make that. Oh, the wrong. I go long or short. I don't know which one I use. But you're with Written Word Media. I am indeed, yeah. indeed, and uh, yeah, had a great time at Nink, and uh, yeah, big, big thanks to, to Mel and Tadra for making it such a such a great conference. We've also got Cameron Sutter with uh, Plotter, uh, home of the famous Plotter Otter. If you are Hello. not familiar, uh, welcome, <laughs> yeah. Cameron. Thank you. Um, it's awesome to be in this group with you guys. It's really exciting. And of course, James Blatch, who's somebody no one knows at all in this industry. Uh, we're just throwing him a bone, but welcome to the show, uh, James, from Self-Publishing Formula itself. James Blatch, everybody. Thank you for having me along and giving me a little boost. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm honestly, you know, I'm thrilled to be here and uh, it's such a great conference. Honestly, I, I look forward to it so much and I know how much work goes into it. I, mean, I think all of us probably start seeing emails in about yeah. five weeks' time for the start of next year. And um, and it's we true, know. Yeah, we yeah know I'm surprised we're not thing. already seeing Mel and Tadra sending us emails right this well, moment. Honestly. Some of us in this room have already gotten yes. emails from us. Say, uh, you must not be checking your emails, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll get to it. All right. And of course, we we can't go without mentioning the DDD folk in the room. We got Jim Azevedo, um, who is uh, our head of uh, corporate communications at Draft Digital, and Nick Hello, Thacker, who is the head honcho of author success at Draft Digital. That's uh, I feel honored to be in your presence, Mr. Thacker. I'm, I'm one of the honchos. Yeah, you're a honcho. You're uh, yeah, you're you're in the honcho neighborhood. So okay, well that took up a good 20 minutes of our uh, of our <laughs> podcast there. But now I do want to mention up front. There's two things we we want to mention. First of all, uh, we got some folks who are going to have to ditch out a little early, so pay close attention to them uh, up front. Don't don't uh, hesitate to ask them questions right away. Uh, and that's the other thing that I want to uh, pop up is be sure to ask your questions in the comments uh, about Nink, about anything else you want. We we reserve the right to not respond to you if we. Uh, think you're off the rails, but uh, we are happy to chat about just about anything. So ask your que questions in the comments. For those of you listening uh, later on or watching this, uh, you're not necessarily watching this live, you could still post some questions on YouTube and elsewhere, and we'll try to get to you. So, Nink 
2023. I don't even know who to go to first, but I will share like this was a very special uh, conference meet. Always is, uh, but you know we at Draft to Digital, this is the one that's the the sort of trendsetter for us for the entire year. Uh, I don't know how everyone else feels about that. For the folks who just attend, Nink, what is your take on that? Do don't any everybody of rush here answer at once. Just <laughs> attend. Nink. I, was say, I, I think. I think. Yeah, none of us here just attend, Nink. Right. We're all well. I guess that's true. I just meant, yeah. yeah there's two of you who organized the thing. You're biased, okay. but the the folk among us, like Clayton, uh, I don't know uh, how you guys think about Nick. What's your What's your take? What's yeah, the I think, of it? Yeah, I mean, I think your your point about it being kind of a, a trendsetter or a good barometer for where the industry going is is a good one. Um, I think you know we we go to a lot of a lot of different conferences. Not not as many as as DDD does, but we we go to a few. Um, and we always, you know, we're a book marketing company. And so I do a lot of teaching authors about book marketing, um, and different ways they can market their books with written word media. Um, and at Nink, I do a lot more learning than I do at other conferences, um, uh, because you know, so, so many of the instructors are so good. And so many of the authors that are there are also doing a lot of, you know, cool, innovative stuff when it comes to, to marketing the books and publishing in general. Um, yeah. so the, the quality of the, the content and what you learn at Nink is, is really high. Mr. Blatch, you you are uh, I think the one who travels furthest to uh, to visit us in the hot and sweaty world of of Florida. What uh, yeah? What, what draws you? Why? <laughs> I, I wasn't. I don't think I was the furthest there. There were definitely some Aussies. No, there. right? Although, yeah. Uh, AJ Stewart lives in LA, so he cheats by living yeah, there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I mean, mean in this in our Brady Bunch group. In the Brady group. Bunch, yeah, <laughs> furthest. Yeah, ten hour flight, whatever it was. Um. I mean, every conference has its own feel, doesn't it? And I think Nink probably has the most distinctive feel of all the conferences. And I will say, beyond what you learn and the conversations you have and the networking, all of which are stellar at Nink, I actually really look forward to it as a kind of recharging period. It's a, you know, it's, we all live busy lives. Mm -hmm. uh, I particularly seem to live a busy life, and I crave those that sort of week on the beach uh, with my yeah. friends and. I come back from that a little bit energized from it. Uh, there's a lot to be said for joining the organization and becoming a regular at the conference and having that little moment where you can just soak up some information, have uh, some beers and uh, and soak up some sun, particularly when you live in gray England. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but I would go along completely with the the level of learning is, is that much higher. Yeah. And then I think you can get it at 20 books, I think. Probably not at our conference because we have to pitch it. We have one room. It's like a theater. Yeah. So it has a slightly different feel again. 20 books, you've got to be careful and find those moments. But I think almost every session you go into is is correctly pitched, I think, for the people there. And that, uh, that makes a big difference. So I don't come out of a session at Nink without notes. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Okay. That's true. Cameron, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, Nink is definitely my favorite conference of the year. The one I look forward to. The best one. Yeah. Do you think how how do you see because one of the things I've noticed is like everyone who attends Nink all the all of us who are in this service side of uh, the the publishing industry a lot of relationships get formed there that end up becoming like integral to our business how, how has that uh, benefited you Oh man it's it's been huge uh, especially so I I started coming a couple of years ago and uh, I was very new to 
I was kind of just running plotter on my own and didn't know anybody. And so I was just like living in a bubble. And as soon as I started coming to these conferences, just like the, the ability to, well, just meeting people just exploded things. And uh, not only my uh, connections with people and just knowing people, but also just the value that uh, I can bring to people and also that, that I can get from people. It just, it's been awesome. Yeah. The relationship's so powerful. So Mel and Tadra, Tadra and Mel. Uh, you're you're both melded together into one being in my mind at this point. Uh, yeah. uh, you're, you're not the only one. Aside from dealing with curmudgeonly guys who don't respond to their emails on time, uh, what is the biggest challenge you guys face in organizing Nink? Well, I, I think it's probably important to note, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, Nink is Novelist Inc., and it is an organization before it's even a conference of um, that you have to uh, attain a certain level of um, you have to qualify financially as an author in order to be a member. So I think that leads into one of our big challenges is how do we present, find and present content that is going to be new and exciting and challenging for our very mm -hmm. smart, very high level uh, members. And that's always, yeah. you know, that's always, we, we have a habit of saying to people over and over again, if they haven't been to the conference, just so you know, this is like a master's level. And, and a lot of yeah. times they'll just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're there for a day and they say, I had to rewrite my whole presentation. Yeah. <laughs> you were right. You were right. Yeah. I tell you, having presented there a few times, it is nerve wracking at Nink. Getting yeah. the pitch right is always, I think, a bit tricky with presenting. And there will always be someone in the room who knows everything you, you, you're about to say and other people who perhaps think you, you've gone ahead of where they can learn. But Nink is nerve wracking. I think my, I think that from my experience on the craft side, it needs to be up here. There's nobody in that room who doesn't think a lot about craft yeah. and has read a lot of self-help books. But yeah. quite a lot of the technical stuff, I can present technical stuff. Um, you know, we did TikTok, I think, last year. And there were definitely people in the room who were like, whoa, how does yeah. that work? And, I, you know, I think um, some of the AI stuff as well this year. Is, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's the cheat code. You got to you don't prevent don't present on craft or you're going to be <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> that's one of the nice things about Nink being a multi-track conference. We usually have at least three tracks of workshops going or three workshops going at the same time. Um, I think it was James mentioned the the pitch for the workshop really being on point. That's something that uh, Tadra and I, and then our, our programming team works really hard with the speakers going back and forth. We don't just like generally like here, like take whatever blurb is, is initially given or taking whatever workshop pitch is initially given. Cause we want to make sure that it's worded right for the audience, that it's got the right hook, that it's going to be at the level and of interest to the audience. And we, every year try to hone that more and more and more so that when you're speaking in the room, you have the right audience already there based on what they read in the app and in the program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And you guys do an, an amazing job at, at that. And I'm, I end up missing every single talk that I want to see because I'm always yeah. speaking at the same time. So we uh, do that on purpose. They so. do that on purpose that we yeah, don't need for you Kevin specifically learning yeah. and growing. Mel calls <laughs> all of us. A week yeah. before and, and checks what we yes. think you want to go to. One hundred percent. And then I text he, Kevin. He told them, guys. Gee. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, you you've presented at Nick before. What's uh, what's your feeling like? What's the pressure like when you're presenting to these 
geniuses. Uh, I think to the to to your credit, Mel and, and Tadra, like there, the, I didn't feel any pressure from from the conference. I felt pressure from myself to to put on a good show and you know bring it information wise. Um, but I I've always gotten the sense that Nink was in some way a celebration. It's sort of the end of the year for a lot of people, yeah. uh, fiscal fiscal year, and it's almost like the celebration of what we've tried this year. Uh, and then kind of a taste of what's to come in a lot of way. I know draft to digital, we try to try to bring, here's what we're working on now. And, and, and maybe you guys would disagree with this, but it seems like Nink is where we announce a lot of that stuff sometimes yeah. for the first time. Um, and that's always a lot of fun because you get in a room with people who typically already know if not who we are, uh, what we do. And, and they're familiar with distribution, even if they've not, maybe not heard who, who we are. And so it's really fun and, and easy to be able to say, this is what we're working on, and this is what I think we're going to be able to bring to you guys. You're going to love it, and uh, usually they're, they're pretty happy about it. But yeah. you, you are absolutely all of you are right about the uh, the level, the quality of presentations just needing to be a little bit higher. Uh, and I'm not going to point any fingers, but but I did go to a presentation where it wasn't what uh, people expected, and um, people were leaving the room. But unfortunately, they didn't leave all at the same time. They left one at a time every 10 seconds and the door yeah. was really loud. <laughs> and oh, so and yeah. I, I was in there going, oh, this is so like, I, I guess I've been up there. I know what this feels like. And they're doing a great job, but it just wasn't what the people thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. And so I, it's just a testament to how well you guys are, are able to uh, to craft that. And then, you know, I guess the, the flip side is that we as the presenters have to make sure that we're, we're bringing that. And that's on us. There, there you go, Mel. Kind of That's something we need to add to the list is WD-40 for the doors. Now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the lobby noise, I think. But yeah. it was, No, it was the door. It was, it was squeaking, and it would, it would kind of oh, hit. It would go, boom. But it wouldn't just do it once. It would squeak and go, do That's when you text Mel, and then Mel texts the hotel, like, squeaky door. <laughs> nah, it, was, it, was, it was hilarious, and so I just let it slide. That hotel is so good. Uh, and one of the things we appreciate about the vendors and that we try to support uh, in the way that we do programming is nothing at Nink is recorded. So there's no workshop recordings and uh, there is a reporter in the room that will then, you know, take their notes and write an article, which will then be published in the, the Nink monthly newsletter for yeah. our members who can't attend. However, it gives you guys and it gives all the vendors freedom to like present things that they might not want to present elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that D2D has offered special trials, like just to our members, like uh, when you guys were doing print, like when you were rolling out print or hardback yeah. or something. Yeah. And they, they print. love that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I kind of wish we had more of that kind of thing that we could offer, but I think there's plenty of people in this, in this call who have things they can toss out there as bonuses later. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jim. Yes, you sir. actually were uh, last year was the first time you'd ever actually yep. been to Nink. So as a newcomer, what's the thing that stands out most to you? Uh, the two things that stand out to me. Number one, um, I think James kind of alluded to this a little bit, but for me, Nink was the conference where the trends that are emerging are really like they pop at Nink more so than at any other conference. Like you walk out of there knowing that, oh, okay, these are the two two trends or three trends or whatever, but one trend that we need to really pay attention to um, going forward. And then secondly, the networking opportunities. Every conference offers networking opportunities. Um, but going into Nink, I was thinking, well, this is a, a higher level crowd. It's going to be tough to meet people. And it was the exact opposite. It seemed like it was easier to meet people. And the Novelist Inc. crew are just amazing at 
grabbing people and saying, well, hey, Jim, have you met so-and-so over here from such and such? Um, I love that. That is so good. So thank you guys for doing that. Whether or not you're, you know, you you consciously are doing it or it's just who you are and you're trying to do that, that really stood out to me. So thank you for that. Um, and I think that is why Nink as a conference, as an industry event, kind of stands head and shoulders above some other events. Yeah. I will say too, I, I think Nick is the only conference where real Oompa Loompas are in attendance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? It's true. Yeah. It's true. I didn't yeah. see any. I missed that. that. Is, uh, yeah. No, so that no, was fun. We did a, uh, you know, every year there is a very special event on Saturday evenings. That's the, the draft digital uh, karaoke night. Something we started years ago and now is an official part of Nink, which is, yeah. I think, pretty impressive. But this year's theme was Halloween. Uh, and we had a very special appearance from an, an actual live action Oompa Loompa uh, who sounded an awful lot like Jim Azevedo. Um, <laughs> I also want to call out like uh, I want to give special props to Dan Wood. Who yeah, I was going to literally say, shaved his Dan. beard. Yeah, dude showed up as Ted Lasso, shaved his beard, left the mustache. Uh, it was just an amazing costume. If I could have given him the prize for, for best <laughs> costume, not to mention. He was at dinner, which yeah. is right before karaoke, fully mm -hmm. bearded. Yep. And then he said, yeah. I have to leave and get ready for my costume. Okay. The, the, the secret <laughs> is, he didn't actually shave. He just sucked all that back in. So he's kind of come out Play-Doh Play Fun Factory style later. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, Tadra and Mel, um, when you guys are uh, planning all this, you know, what's the level of work you you really have? I mean, where does it start? Because to me, this is a nightmare. I I, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to email people. So how do you how do you do it? What's your secret? We start we start the next year's conference really in the weeks leading into the conference we're about to do because we're always saying, okay, this this worked really well, but we could do it better, or this didn't work. So how are we going to do it better? Um, and we talked to, we have a fabulous team of volunteers who, um, you know, are just, they, they just give so much of their time and energy and, and are very smart. And if we say, this is what we're struggling with. And they'll say, Oh, well, what if we did it this way? And, you know, mm -hmm. so that's, that's always very helpful. So we usually start, we take maybe a week off after the conference, although we're already talking about it. I mean, I drove home um, a week ago, Tuesday, and I talked to Mel the whole way and we it was all conference stuff. It was it was uh, almost a three hour trip and it was all conference as we yeah, you know, I'm sure it was all conference. It was, no. it was, no, it was all conference stuff. She was taking notes. I mean, all, all I had to do was drive. She took the notes, but um, Dan's beard is yeah. conference related, Kevin. So they talked for three hours about that. It absolutely is. There you go. Um, well, and Otter doesn't count as it, conference stuff. It, <laughs> it really helps that both Todd and I have a lot of years of experience in conference planning now mm -hmm. uh, because Todd planned a conference how many years ago what oh, what was the first year for that event 2013 2013 i think it was maybe dan wood's first event and it was possibly kevin tumlinson's first no event. I it wasn't his 2016 first event. he showed oh, okay. <laughs> He showed up. He showed up in 2016. Yes. Yeah, that's when I. That's when I made my first appearance. That was, yeah. So everything so, else was pre-K. So Todd and I joke. She raised these boys. So oh <laughs> the years, 
the years of experience compounding with uh, Todd and I have very different skill sets, which is part of what makes us such good partners. Um, Tadra is so amazing with the outreach and she knows almost everybody in the industry and has this long history with them. And then I, um, like, I just naturally organize things. That's just, I was making a spreadsheet this morning for something personal. So like, I just, I love organizing things in the spreadsheets. Um, I was actually walking past a conversation between, um, two industry professionals at Nink, And I heard one of them saying to the other, how do you, like, how do you keep up with it all? Like, I just can't keep it all in my head. And I was like, you need base camp. Just inserted myself, but we do, we have a team of about 15 volunteers uh, with a variety of responsibilities. We have it really broken out. We try to give everybody ownership of their part. And then Todd and I do oversight, making sure all the teams are communicating and we do use base camp for it, which I adore. And I'm in charge of assigning to dues to everybody. I should make it clear this episode of the SBI is not being brought to you by Basecamp. You are welcome to uh, Clayton, how much of your year uh, is spent thinking about uh, Nink at this point? Do you, you guys? Uh... The correct answer is 12 months, Clayton. <laughs> yeah. so that's one of the <laughs> the the discussion about the uh, bringing it with your presentation like, that, that's real right like we we think about that earlier in the year and we also think about you know new products as well um, and kind of you know like everybody at Nink I don't think we met a single person that didn't know about written word media and and what we do and so we want to have something new and exciting each year um, and so we definitely think about Nink in terms of launching products and having new exciting stuff to tell authors about um, but then you know I'm also you know, I, I don't know when you guys reach out to start asking for, for workshop pitches. It feels like like maybe February or March. Um, like I, I'm thinking about it in January. It's on my mind. Like, hey, I've got to have something ready um, that, I, that I feel like it's going to be at the level. So definitely takes up, you know, m more time than other conferences in terms of, you know, how far ahead I'm planning for it. But I think it actually helps a lot because I'm much more prepared going in. Um, yeah. And I, I plan the year around it a little bit more. Uh, so the organization is fantastic. So, so thank you both for, for keeping me in line with that. That does make well, it a little easier, even though let, it's a lot of work you put on our shoulders with your 50 emails. Instead of asking me one time, I got to answer in like 50 emails over the course of the year. And this is why we deal with Jim now. Let me note this too. Everybody on this call is a multi-time Nink sponsor. Mm -hmm. And Clayton's mention of like everybody knowing uh, really recognizing you and Emma because you've, you've come multiple times, but also knowing written word media and knowing plotter and knowing SBF and knowing D2D. Uh, you guys sponsor every year. And so we're able to do like a lot of pushes, uh, a lot of email communication to our attendees. We use an excellent conference app and we're able to do a lot of push notifications. And we really honed in a couple of years ago on how can we make sure attendees are like ready in advance yeah. so yeah. that they... Be and like training them that you guys are there because you want to talk to them and you want to have those conversations. Yeah. 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 Well, we are, we, yeah. That, that shows itself in the happy hour, which I think you introduced last year. And that's been hugely successful. I mean, that room is buzzing and packed. Mm -hmm. And what a nice segue, James. I'll be sending yeah. you your check shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. 
I was going to yeah. ask you too, like, how do you, like, what are some of your recommendations for authors who are coming to the conference maybe for the first time, as far as, you know, apart from the obvious of attend as many sessions as you can and networking, but how do you get them to, to network effectively? Like, do you have any suggestions for them, especially if they're first timers? It, it was really interesting. I did, I do a, um, an uncon the day before the conference, which is mm -hmm. about 50 to 55 people. And then um, for the last two years, I've done a post-con, which is much smaller, like between 10 to 15 people. Um, and I shamelessly pick their brains about ah. how we can make things better. And, you know, um, and at the post-con, one of the things they said this year that we've already talked about is when you all are sitting in the lobby, the grand colonnade, um, some of the people said they, I don't know whether they are like waiting for somebody or they want me to come mm. up. So they asked if we could provide a sign, like just a little, I don't know, like a tent card or something that one side says, come up and talk to me. And the other side says in a meeting or about to start a meeting or something like that, yeah, yeah. just that would give people, you know, the, to, that they would know that they could come up and talk to you. Um, we've talked about shirts that say, hi, I'm Jim from draft to digital. Ask me about, I don't know. I already, yeah. Whatever. Awesome. So I, I have I have that shirt. Already. Okay. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. So check that off our list, Mel. We don't have to order Jim a shirt. Um, <laughs> well, and we we do find um, the the past couple of years we've given first time attendees the option to put a ribbon on their mm -hmm. badge that oh, says yeah. they're first timers, and I think the Nink crowd does really well, both vendors and uh, members of going to those people and be like, oh, well, welcome. Yeah. We're so glad you're here. Yeah. This is yeah. kind of the vibe. I, I have literally Kaga. led those folks around by the hand yeah. at times. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. just yeah. introducing we, them to people. Yeah, we appreciate that. And I know Tadra, like somebody, <clears throat> I think this was you, right? I'm not making this up. Somebody had been communicating with you beforehand oh. and said, this is my yeah. first time. I'm very nervous. Right. And they came up to the registration desk and they're like, can I talk to Tadra? And Tadra's <laughs> like, yes, come here. And she took them right over to a friend group that they were. I said, here you go. You'll be happy here. These people will yeah. not stop talking. Just, just stay with them. And and yeah. by the end, yeah, she had made several. She had, we, we, we always saw her with a group of people. And, and mm -hmm. I noticed that the different, um, folks who I introduced her to were checking to make sure she had somebody to sit with at lunch and you know that she was never and she was fine and she was she was great so yeah, yeah. I, I do I get a couple emails usually every year saying I'm an introverted introvert but I'm going to come yeah. and how do I am I going to hate it no yeah that's another reason I think why the happy hour works so well because I think even the introverts when they've got that book in their hand it's an excuse to go up it's a reason yeah. so I think people feel underconfident sometimes walking up to you in the lobby and saying right. oh, I just want to say hello some people do but some people mm -hmm. don't right. but when they've got a reason to come and say to you can you stamp my book and that's a conversation and uh, I thought honestly I, I go on about it but I think it's a really good addition to the conference yeah yeah Todd so, will you explain your brainchild well we had had a, um, what was it called? A vendor room or a something yes. in 2019. Well, in 2019, it was actually, <laughs> it was a trade show. It was a trade show. I'm sorry. And it was fine in 2019. And then we did not have it in 2020 and 2021. I can't think of why. Um, <laughs> but in 2020, I guess in 2021, we had a, um, like a version of it. Yeah. And afterwards, Kevin came out to the registration desk. I, I, felt that he had been elected by all of the all of the sponsors to come tell me we don't like this we want to be out with the people don't make us go sit in a room and so we started brainstorming what would be a way that we could have a place where the the attendees could come meet all the sponsors 
but have a reason, have an incentive yeah. to to go do it. And that's when we we came up with the the passport. Do you have one? I was going to say I, I think have I one do, here. Actually, and so basically, it's it's in the Banyan Breezeway, and all of the sponsors are allowed to have a table. Ah. There we go, and the people come in and have a Ooh, passport. It's a plotter page. Yes, and there you right go. Right to plotter. Right. And to then plotter. you don't have a stamp there. My no. Right to plotter. <laughs> yeah. You didn't go. Looks like you didn't even go. And then the the fun thing is that after you complete your passport, you bring it back up and you get five tickets. And there are prizes that are incredible. And yeah. you can put your ticket in for the prizes that you want to win. And we draw the, draw the names and everybody's happy. And yeah. some people, so we go to all the sponsors. You can only participate as a vendor if you sponsor the event. Um, and we... We purposely set it on Thursday now. So it's at the beginning. So like James was saying, it's a really good icebreaker now. Yeah. Yeah. So people already had, you know, like a 10 second conversation with you and they feel more comfortable coming up to you in the lobby. Mm -hmm. um, we scheduled all the office hours, all the sponsor office hours and as many of the workshops as we could for following that event too. So you could encourage people mm -hmm. to come to those things. Um, where was I going with this? I don't remember. No yeah. one knows. And you no. had, a, no we, had knows. we had signs on the table. Oh, no, no, I know oh, what it was. Sorry. The sponsors <laughs> donate the prizes, and oh, some of them sorry. donate priceless prizes, priceless prizes like plush plotter otters. Yes. Can't put a price on that. Yeah. yeah. Next yeah. Kid. Brought to you yeah. by genuine child labor. So jealous of this otter. It's really sad. It really is. Were you saying, James, about next year? I say next year, Dan was donating his beard. He kept yeah. it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in a little plastic uh, bag. We're, uh, yeah, we're going to knit a little mini Dan for people to, to bid on. <laughs> well, so it's, you it, yeah, one of the other priceless things is that draft to digital uh, usually includes in the prize the opportunity to sing the first karaoke song with a D2D member. D2D person so. of their choice. Yeah. 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 So they so far the the winners have have yet to ever actually want to do the first song. They always wait until later. Well, but, this year uh, we didn't make it the first song. Yeah, we just said a D2D member of your choice. Yeah, that's probably better. That's probably yeah. better. I think they. It's funny, but who will bid on that? And then they get all shy about it. You know? <laughs> They're like, "Well, I didn't really want that. I wanted the." Maybe we should make it the 11 p.m. song. There you know, you because that point it's loud enough and fun mm -hmm. enough, but. The nice thing about this um, meet our sponsors happy hours, it's a really truncated period of time, too. Right. So, like, everybody can get in there, get what they want, get their prizes, meet people, and then off they go. It works yeah. great. It does. Yeah. That's one of the great things about the, the location, right, is if you're somebody who gets really exhausted talking to people and you need, like, a little alone time, you know, there's a, an amazing beach you can go out to. It's, you know, a three-minute walk and, uh, you know, get away, sit on a cabana for a little bit, so... That's a yeah. that's a big benefit of the conference, I think. But then, but then you have to deal with the ocean, and uh, nobody really I, does. Anyone really like the ocean? Yes, everything, like everything in the ocean is trying to kill you. Uh, Cameron, you you uh, you. I don't know how many conferences do you do you go to each year at this point? Uh, there's a surprising number in Oklahoma, so hmm. I do several in Oklahoma, and yeah. then uh, so I do about five a year, something like that. Is this the the bigger of the uh, the ones that you go to remotely, or is there one you it's more massive? Uh, I guess, no, this is this is probably the biggest one. I mean, I Twenty Books has more people, but it's not uh, doesn't. Yeah, it's not as high level. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Twenty Books. 
You know, we love it. We love everybody at 20 books, but there's a different, there is a different crowd. Uh, different, yeah. At, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think both are beneficial for authors to attend, but. And I will say uh, about the things in the ocean, my wife saw a manatee, which mm-hmm. is the I coolest thing ever. I, I wanted to see that. I've, I've never seen yeah, it. We saw one this year as well. Just Did you? Uh, the other side of the road, one of our gut friends was staying in that block of apartments, the other side of the road, and there was a manatee in the. Uh, in the, mm, the causeway. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mel's husband saw a dolphin. I saw a dolphin. Oh, wow. and yeah. Came like really close to him. And he, he meant a football player, by the way. <laughs> not, uh, uh, not the uh, level I hope a, a football player too. wasn't thrashing a fish in the water. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Have you know. seen some of the Miami dolphins? I mean, no, some of them I don't might do be sports doing ball. that. Yeah, I don't Everybody know. I, I, I will that. say, in Northern California, if you see a big dark shape coming toward you in the ocean, you need to sprint toward the shore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because that of, is the Loch Ness monster. Right. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> I have a question for Mel and Tadra. The app. Have you always used the Whova app as part of the event? Because I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. We started using an app in um, 2020. 20. Yes. Um, but there were only 40 of us that year. So it was a real, it was, <laughs> it was like either use the app or open your window and yell out to the other person who's here because there were so few of us. Um, and then we switched to Whova in um, 2021. Okay. And a lot of that was, um, there were a couple different reasons. One was that uh, we felt like the program during the the pandemic time was not great. We didn't want to be handing people things. Um, mm-hmm. That was one thing. The other thing is it's a lot of um, trees die for that program. Yeah. And and then another is that it's it's really not great to be flexible. So if we need to change somebody's room or we need to change a an office hours or whatever, it takes us about thirty seconds on the app as opposed to you know trying to tell everybody, hey, don't go here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and we love the app that we are currently using because uh, members, attendees can message each other. Yep. So that's one of the things that we tell you guys in advance is like, if you want to set up one-to-one meetings, go ahead and start DMing people. We open the app about three weeks prior to the conference yep. for attendees. Yeah. 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 And it does. It's, it's always cool to see them like start to make friends and, you know, um, <laughs> if, if you're there early Somebody will say, hey, I'm going to go to dinner. This is what I'm wearing. Come find right. me. Yes. Right. And the iSpec yeah. the app itself works really well, too, for people who are new to like put their information into the icebreaker. Everyone's like, oh, right. hi. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. We'll see you yeah. at the event. That's yeah. 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 Very it's cool. Yeah. Thing. It's yeah. kind of become the uh, the de facto app for conferences, I think. Author yeah. conferences, at least. So. Yeah. 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 I hate it, of course. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> All those notification things, like it just drives me crazy. I can't clear them. There's a million of them. Whatever. It's like this is like being in the ocean. We're gonna, uh, have, we're gonna have our app volunteer set aside some time for a Kevin tutorial before next week. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so what about? I mean, it seemed like everything went super smoothly this year. No problems at all. Uh, you guys didn't uh, have to deal with any drama. Um, so you know, kudos to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> yep. None at all. And None even at if all. we did, even if we did, you'd never know about it. That's so. that's exactly that's right. I, although you know, some of us got told that we were the least of uh, oh. problems, but uh, yeah. whatever. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> so we only uh, talk that way, my friends. I understand, and I appreciate that. So we had someone ask in the comments if you've already 
picked a date for 2024 yet. Do we know when? Yeah, they do. Yeah, the dates up. are the dates are planned ahead because our con our uh, contracts are signed so far in advance. Okay. So go yeah. ahead, Mel. So we have September 18th through the 22nd, 2024, and September 17th through the 21st, 2025. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So those were... The sweatiest months of the year. <sighs> we choose that. We say, when would Kevin be most uncomfortable yeah. to come that to is... Florida? I mean, I'm, I know I'm a curmudgeon and all, but I mean, when I get there, I just start sweating from the moment the plane lands until I leave. So it's a sweaty, hot, nasty mess. Padre, do you think we can plan more outside events and assign yeah. Kevin's like, <laughs> I know. I, I know, yeah. Day. I'm going to show yeah. up in a bubble, one of those like bubble suits with some I air conditioning it, blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, what I'm trying to think of like highlights, like there are things that are, are always exciting to me, but then I realize, oh, a lot of that is stuff that we orchestrated like the i look forward to the karaoke every year of course right there is the james you actually posted on twitter early days of the conference a little black and white photo of an iconic structure at uh at nake and that is the the tiki hut you want to wax poetic about the tiki hut <laughs> yeah i mean you know every it's an important part actually funny enough it was an important part of 20 books before they moved there's a sort of central bar that people go to and uh, again the people who aren't as confident and perhaps on their own don't know as many people it's great for that but the tiki bar has become a bit of a legendary place uh, all sorts of conversations and deals and friendships have been struck and i have i have a group of very close friends um who go well beyond author friends now who i found you know over a beer at the tiki bar at night and we actually call ourselves tiki bar pals and our little um, WhatsApp uh -huh. group so yeah, it is. I think it is a place of legend, um, and it's an important part of the conference. That's another reason why I think Nink works so well. The location uh, is not huge, so you're never far away from each other. And, and if you want to, you know, you can go off to the beach and have a nap. You can go back to your room and have a nap or whatever. You know, there's, yeah. uh, and then you come back out and you're right in the throng a bit again. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, if you wanted to plan a conference, I would on, on, for any industry, I would come and have a look at the way Nink works because that that sense of community. Uh, from those various events but yeah the tiki bar is um it's legendary we need to do t-shirts don't we we do we need we do need a like a tiki club kind of uh t-shirt we should we'll, we'll we'll work on that uh yeah it was kind of th i got thrown off a little this year because they were doing everything was under re renovation and construction uh the real the thing that broke my heart broke my heart was that the shark tooth tavern is now a pizza hut <laughs> it's not this is a temporary situation it is, by it the is time temporary. we get yes by the time we get back there next year all things being equal um the pizza hut and the ice cream place will be back in the breckenridge and the shark tooth will have reclaimed its heritage we yeah. ha we had to do our spf drinks which we normally do on site there which is also we slightly cheekily but because we have a podcast we do ask people if, if they're not at the conference they can still come and have a drink with us um in that that one evening it's not a bad way of them getting introduced to nink by the way um yeah well but uh we had to move it a couple of it wasn't even charlie's coconuts whatever it's called next door it was the one after that mm -hmm. and it happened to coincide with that monumental storm oh, we had no. that evening but yeah. uh, I tell you what, we still had i don't know 40 or 50 people at its peak it was still rammed i think most people did wait for the danger to life to pass yeah but um yeah yeah, yeah we missed the shark tooth tavern but do you think it'll be back next year i mean i was, I was trying I think to, so. I was trying I to look at how so. fast they were working right they, they 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 hope that the breckenridge will be finished by may 
Okay. Um, and so we hope that that will be the case. We'll be keeping our eye on it. You know, if I have to, if I'm forced to drive down and check on it. Oh boy. I will do it. You know, I'll take one. The sacrifices. <laughs> you know, the, the sacrifices. sacrifices. Oh. The sacrifices. And I just wanted to really quick. I know Clayton's got to, got to bounce out of here. So Clayton, yep. I wanted to go ahead and set you free. I don't want you to stay if you're going to be late. Yes. Thanks, Thanks for Jim. Great to see everybody. everybody. Thanks, Thanks for, having for joining, Clayton. We'll see you at Thank the you. next link, Clayton. Yes. Thanks, Clayton. Yes. And I'm actually uh, going to. Yes. This is the part where we start losing everybody from the show. Do. But I appreciate it. Thank you for letting us kind of revisit, have a little like two yeah. week out. Oh, absolutely. Revisit okay. and and talk about it. And uh, we look forward to seeing. We'll have to make this a tradition. Make this like new yeah. 2.0 each year. You know. Yeah. Right. I want to. If our viewers can... enjoy this kind of thing, like these little fireside chats or little happy hour things, let us know because we can do these more often. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, have a wonderful day, everybody. See Thanks you next care, year. Bye. Bye. See you, See you with the email. Take care. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll get some email from Tadra pretty soon, I'm sure. So yeah, and we're, here we are, just the six of us left. And we, we've got about five minutes left on the show. Uh, I'm curious to hear what some of the uh, the memories, like, you know, what's what's something truly memorable that's uh, happened to you at either this Nink or, or previous one? Cameron, I, I feel like I need to come to you because I haven't we haven't gotten to talk to you that much yet. <laughs> I've heard some <laughs> memories. I don't know. I'm try, trying to think of uh, things that have happened there, but I've, I've heard some stories from there. I don't know if somebody <laughs> is able well, to tell them, but you can't share someone else's Cameron, memories, man. <laughs> Cameron made, Cameron made, you know, mine and Tadra's conference by gifting us plotter otters. Yeah. Ooh. And That's the plotter otter was born and Nick actually, it, yeah. uh, it started the year that we had the, uh, the the vendor room, and it was really freezing in there. And uh, <laughs> we we didn't want to stick around, but it was Mel, Kevin, Ryan, and I, and maybe somebody else. We were just brainstorming plotter mascots, and I liked the plotter the plotter puss, <laughs> and uh, the dark build plotter puss. Yeah, yeah but it's just. Yeah, it, it's a funny idea. It just doesn't have the same ring. And then a couple hours later, Kevin came back with what about the plotter otter. And that was just it just made sense. It just fit. So that's yeah. where it's born. Look, if you ever build in a, a premium service on a plotter and you call it plotter plus, then you can have the plotter plus platypus. Platypus. Oh, boy. Oh, I thought about that. <laughs> yeah. So All right. That one's free. Uh, the rest are going to cost you. Uh, J James. You, I mean, was Mark? Mark wasn't at this one this year. Well, Mark was there pre-conference, and then okay. uh, on the Wednesday morning, as we started the conference, he flew to Mexico City to go and watch a band uh, playing. He's too. It was too cool this week, but um, I think he did miss uh, being at the conference. It was just a clash of dates. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there has been some moments over the years, some of which probably aren't best aired uh, here, but uh, I think. <laughs> I think the the sessions themselves are the, the main focus. And I, I meant what I said earlier. I've come out with notes. Um, I know I'm quite into AI imagery and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And we're doing a course on it at the moment. But I still had learning experiences from um, was Nick. Was it Nick um, who did that course? Um, mm -hmm. And so I've got, you know, so, so that's that, we should say that's the main thing. Falling down drunk at the end of the evening or watching somebody else do that is is a sideline but um i did have one memory from last year when i think we had all the in the sea in the ocean which we all love 
mm. Kevin, we had these stingrays. I mean, yeah. there was mm. like a bloom of them. And um, oh, yeah, totally talking me into getting into the water. Yeah, but I did. Yeah. I went yeah. for a run in the morning and I thought, this is, you know, so there were people swimming in the sea yeah. and Mark had been swimming in the sea. And I thought, you can swim in the sea. They tell you just to do this little shuffle where you sort yeah, of push your foot. So you wave your foot in the sea ahead of you. And if there's a stingray there, it'll go off and it'll all be fine. And I thought, okay, well, I'll do that just in case. And literally the very first swish of my foot in the shallows, this stingray just appeared and swam off. And I thought, well, I didn't realize there were that many. Like, like literally, it was going to be most footsteps. And um, yeah. so I, I pulled back. But I don't think anyone was stung this year, were they? I think last year someone was. But Oh, yeah, someone was stung last yeah. year. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. But yeah. Wow. Really recommends uh, getting in the water. Um, yeah, Some, so okay. Someone's asking no. in the comments what the website I is. And I don't know to, why yeah. I can't I don't know why I can't okay. type it in. So it's nink.com, N-I-N-C.com. So oh, thank my, you. there we are. Thank Jim, was that you? That was me. All right. You didn't leave it up very long. Put it well, put that back up. Go Oh, that's nink.com nic.com and uh i think lexi might be willing to drop that in the comments for us if, if she's paying yeah, we're banned from putting links in i see yeah i don't i don't understand why but uh yeah go ahead and drop that in and uh if you are watching this after the fact it's nic.com or listening to the podcast nic.com and you do have to be i mean you don't have to be a do you have to be a member to even attend the conference or is it you either have to be a member or you have to qualify to attend as an industry guest okay so um like before i started planning nink i attended several times as an industry guest because i was an author assistant taking on mm -hmm. new clients um, you guys all are industry, your sponsors, mm -hmm. but if somebody wants to attend as an industry guest, but not sponsor, we have somewhere on the website where you can apply. And there's yeah. just some basic criteria that, that says you need to offer services that are of value to the community. You need to be a member, not a member, but you need to have a positive reputation in the community <laughs> and you have to be willing to take on new clients because we want to make sure that the member attendees are meeting people who are willing to work with them. Yeah. We should also add that a lot of uh, big name folks show up at this, uh, especially industry people or industries. Uh, Apple sometimes has a presence there. You'll, you'll see Amazon there. Uh, so you, this is an opportunity for you to, to kind of introduce yourself, meet some of these people and gain as an author. So uh, Nick, I'm sorry we didn't get to talk to you much, man. I'm sorry about that. That's why okay. why does I Give have a your... question for Nick? Okay, good. Why why does Randall Woods say that his like memory from Nick is Nick's hair? <laughs> are, we, are we sure we want to do this right now? Okay. We only have you got 30 seconds. I'll do the one minute version. We were we were at a nice um establishment called um McNasty's um in the evening, uh 1:30 a.m. I think is you know reasonable time to be there. And somebody uh, came up to me and asked if they could take a picture of my hair. Now, this man might have been drinking a little bit, but uh, I was a little confused, nevertheless, and uh, said no. But he wanted to make sure he tapped me and wanted to make sure that it wasn't weird. He said, it's not it's not weird. It's for I my barber. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I said, want to look just like you. Actually, <laughs> saying it's not weird makes it not it's, weird. That's what made it weird. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, so that's why. So the uh, my hair has been the talk of Nink. Um, it's good uh, hair, Nick. You have good hair. Good hair. <laughs> yeah. This is like this is a good. There's no hair right here. It's all that formerly yeah. was on uh, Dan Wood's chin. So, yeah. just yes. so everyone knows yeah. where that went. Uh, well, we are going to have to wrap this up. As fun as this was, uh, I really enjoyed this. I hope we get to do this again. Uh, I will say, Nink is a very always a very special time for me. Some of my best memories in this business have come from attending uh mel let todra know that you know all of us really appreciate the very hard work you guys do uh and all the people who are on this call you're all i consider you all very close friends and um always honored to spend time uh with all of you except nick uh always very honored so uh that said we're gonna go ahead and wrap up everybody uh thank you all for, for being on the show, for helping us out here. Uh, for everyone else out there, uh, make sure that you like, uh, share, comment, subscribe. These are required of us by international YouTube law uh, to tell you to do these things. And make sure that you bookmark d2dlive.com so that you know when special little events like this happen. We do one of these shows every week. It's usually uh, just me and someone else or some you know a couple of people. But tune in for those because these are very instructive to the author community, uh, in my opinion. And uh, before we leave, uh, I'm going to run a little spot, everybody. So you guys hang out. Don't don't drop out on us right away. Uh, but we got a little spot that we run at the end. And otherwise, thanks to everyone for tuning in. And we'll see you all next time. Ebooks are great, but there's just something about having your words in print. Something you can hold in your hands, put on a shelf, sign for a reader. That's why we created D2D Print, a print-on-demand service that was built for you. We have free, beautiful templates to give your book a pro look, and we can even convert your ebook cover into a full wraparound cover for print. So many options for you and your books. And you can get started right now at DraftToDigital.com. That's it for this week's Self-Publishing Insiders with draft to digital Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with your will-be author friends. And start, build, and grow your own self-publishing career right now at draft2digital.com.